And we're back. Welcome back to the Par for the Court podcast. It is Wednesday, November 23rd, Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving to all. All those thousands of you listening And out to there. all a happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Um, we're going to be talking some NBA today. Hell, that's different. Um, we're going to be playing a game of Is This News? And we'll get into the segments after that. And we got a special guest on the podcast tonight, um, friend of the podcast, family member, Garvin. Hello, everyone. Garvin, now's your time to say, like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Nice. Very nice. You didn't have to just say, how's it going, but... No, he didn't know. Rest of the podcast. If I ask him, okay. he's gonna say, how's it going? So, Garvin, what do you think about the Nets? How's, how's it, it going? going? From now on, we're just have to be like, Garvin, now is your time to say this. And he'll just say it. <laughs> How's it going? All righty. Um, if, uh, if anyone else... Oh, by the way, Towson Tigers, 5-0 and o tonight. Yeah. So uh, whoever you are in your car, on your playing the game, whatever, give a round of applause for us. We, we won't hear it, but, you know, I bet we'll feel it on the inside. We didn't tell you did, to clap. Did we tell you to give a round of applause? I apologize. How's Come on. You got you to gotta get on this. <laughs> stay, stay in the game. Stay in the game. No, no more. Okay. All right. That's your one strike. Got it. You know what they say in the podcast business? One strike, you're out. All right. Ninety three. No. It's right. One. Got it. Not in the podcast business, apparently. That's right. All right. Well, let's get it. It's par for the court podcast. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, oh, well, how's it going? How's yeah. it going? All right, we're gonna play a little game of is this news? Uh, in this game, I'll be I'll be telling the crew a recent NBA headline trend, something like that, and we're gonna talk about we're gonna decide if it's news. What if it isn't news? Then it's not news. What if it's just news to me? Probably all this will be news to you. Exactly. Well. We're going to see. We're going to see. Okay. All right. First headline. Yep. Chase Garvin. Rudy Gobert complains in post-game press conference about Minnesota fans booing the team at home. He states, I just want to appreciate people that come into... Uh, I, just, I just don't appreciate people that come in to boo your team, Gobert said after hitting four clutch free throws in the final 90 seconds to seal the win against the shorthanded Heat. When you're a fan... You've got to support your team in the tough or the good moments. There's no t NBA team in history that only had good moments. So if you're not going to support us in the tough moments, just stay home. What do you rate that French accent? I'm not liking it. I'm not like a, a none out of ten. None out of ten. Zero. Would that work? He went on to say, "I think if you're going to going to embrace us in the tough moments, then come, and then we're going to love your support." What do you guys think about that? I think he's. Being soft, I think he's, he's being just, real weak-minded. I mean, if if you're better and you play well, they're going to cheer for you. That's right. If you're not, they're not going to cheer for you. Yeah, he. Uh, Simple as that. He's one word, in my opinion, it starts with a B, ends with an H. Read into that however you want. 
Um, I can't think of any. I can't think of any either. I'm trying hard. Maybe when you grow up. Um, when you get older, you know, you'll, all right, parents teach you that. Bimbo. Wolves, as Silent we, the Wolves, man. as we have discussed, have been uh, greatly underperforming. Tuesday night, they nearly lost to a, like I said, a very undermanned Heat team. Uh, while Minnesota was at full strength, of course, and in that game, they faced a 15-point deficit. Came out to win, nonetheless, but during that game, uh, we saw a good amount of booze from the Minnesota crowd, as Gobert stated. Um, yeah, Gobert, try playing in Philly once. Oh, my gosh. If He would, he might have retired by now. Yeah. Like, we're being real. They boo, like, when they're up seven, they might boo. <laughs> if they go, like, two possessions straight, <laughs> yeah. a bad shot, they just start, they start going crazy. And if there's, like, not a defensive rotation, there's a boo in Philly. Yeah, but, like, how about him just saying, don't come out? Yeah, no, they don't have enough fans for him to be like, don't come if you're going to boo. Not That's legit. not how the Minnesota Real fan shit. base works. Dude, he's... Don't alienate fans in Minnesota or you're not going to have anybody at the game. I know. that, Dude, less fans come, he's not going to get paid as much. And then how's he going to pay for all those final tickets he promised the team? Yeah, you're right. We got to remember, Gobert promised to bring the whole team to the finals this year. That's going to be a lot of money to buy those tickets. Yeah. So we got to keep that in mind. Since they're not going to get that playoff bonus. That's right. You know? I know. There's no, is, there's no, there's no bonus for the playing game, is there? Probably is. There's you probably know. like a very small one because there's that little extra ticket revenue. Yeah. Well, if there's not a home game, there can't be. True that. True that. Should we get Who knows? No, no bonus. We got right. to ask David to look into that for us. That's right. Um, okay. So is that news? No. Garvin, is that news? Um, I don't think that. I think that is news. Um, to be honest, um, I don't think Rudy Gobert is being soft here. I think he has a really valid point. Uh, if you're a fan of a team, you don't switch up. Cole, uh, uh, I go to you for this. Uh, you're a Miami Heat fan. When they do bad, you don't sit there and uh. You yeah, he does. You, no, he doesn't. He's yes, with he them, does. He's with them 24. He, what he does is he cries. He, if, he, if his team loses, he, he does cry that's good. a lot. That's good. That's, Did that's, the Heat win yesterday? That's good passion. That's good passion. Did you the Heat win there. yesterday? We, Garvin, they didn't win. Did they didn't this win. was in the. They won. So he was crying. He was crying. You didn't. Did, they the the wolves beat the Heat. That's what you need, though. You need that passion. Cole has that. Oh, you did team. just say that. Wow. He did say that. I, for one, as a diehard Miami Heat fan, I get upset and I um I will straight up say what's what's going exactly. bad, and if they don't fix it, I will again get upset and I'll get frustrated. Exactly. But I'm always gonna be a fan of the team. Exactly. That's a diehard fan right there. But. I think I the Wolves fans are trying to hold them accountable by booing. But booing is not what you do to your. That's just not what you do to your team. Well, no, you got you got to let them know, like, hey, we'll, we got to fix this. <laughs> by booing? Yes. All right. What do you want them to give them a letter? They're not going to read it. I actually see what you're, I see what you're saying. Now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I think a home crowd boo is almost, you know, I'm always accepting a home crowd. That's boo. demoralizing. Yeah, I know. It's not demoralizing. That's a that's, no. a, that's a wake up imagine, call. Imagine Russell Westbrook just getting booed by the Lakers. He well, did. He did he, a lot. Yeah, he gets exactly. death threats daily. And guess exactly. what? Look at him now. Look at him now. He's playing great. Exactly. It's it's constructive criticism. He looked himself in the mirror. <laughs> in the mirror. In the mirror. Good. He that, looked himself. That's a two syllable word. In the mirror. mirror. <laughs> he looked himself in the mirror. All right. M e e r. I think it's news. That was M i r. R. Oh, mirror. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready for the next headline? Sure. 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 Throw it at us. Damian Lillard sidelined for one to two weeks with new calf strain. Just a week ago, we saw the Trailblazers sitting pretty with the top seed in the Western Conference. And here they are now in the eighth seed. 
on a three-game losing streak and 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games. Reports are that Portland will be, quote, extremely cautious with Dame's return. As Dame had a calf injury already this season, uh, the one that kept him already out of five games. But, when I, again, when I say new calf strain, I mean he has hurt the same calf again. in a different area of the calf. How many areas <laughs> are in the I calf? don't know. How, how is that even, like, you know, how is that possible? Harden has that hamstring specialist on the Sixer staff. Dame needs a calf guy. You're going to get a calf specialist. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, this is, this is definitely news for me. I don't think Portland really has a team without Damian Lillard. Yeah, I mean, um, for one thing, we, have, we saw everyone overreact like crazy to Portland's hot start. Me? I was, I was, like, I was like, hey, whoa, Yeah, this whoa, podcast whoa. was not hopping on the Portland bandwagon. Nope. Still aren't. We saw them as the Bulls in the um, West. You know, that two-week span that Dame is not playing, they're going to play Cleveland, New York, Brooklyn, L.A., Clippers, L.A. Lakers, Utah, Indiana. I could There's see no maybe gimmick. two wins. Maybe two wins. I mean, two wins, I think, is the, lucky. is the ceiling for that. Yeah. Best case scenario. Yeah, it's bad. Most of those on the road, if, if I may add. Only, we, one, only home game is um, against the Clippers. When we say one to two weeks and they say cautious, that means two that and a half weeks. That means more than that. That means yeah. I'm thinking two right. and a half weeks. And they should, by the way, they should be cautious. You, know, you can't risk a Damian Lillard yeah. further calf injury in November. 100%. Early December. You can't do it. Hey, uh, not too late to tank. Not this, too this late. This might be the start of it. It's really, it's not too late. We could see Jeremy Grant go for 25 this whole season. He's, he's no stranger to tanking. Sell high on Shaden Sharp. Who knows? They're not going to sell on Shaden Sharp. They're not selling Shaden Sharp. This guy played, this guy's, by the way, they need to, I don't know why he's not like starting. Yeah, he's been playing really well for them. I wouldn't say really well. He's shown flashes. But when you're a team like, well, then again, they think they're win now. So, I don't know. Um, everybody going into the season was tanking, and now everybody's win now. Uh, Hornets? Well, all right. Everybody, everybody flip-flopped. Like, Detroit made moves in the offseason. They're like, oh, we're going to be good, and they're last in the East. Now, there's we'll, – we'll get into that later. Um, okay. We'll get, let's get into that later. Garvin, you go with get, that, get into that later? I'm, I'm all for getting with that later. <laughs> Are you wearing two socks on your right foot? Absolutely. And one and okay, two on both. All right. Two on both. Okay. I'm a double sock kind of guy. We'll post that on Instagram later. Yeah. Picture of socks. Um, yeah. So this is. I think it's definitely news. This is news. This could be the Garvin, start is of the this, tanking. Is this news? This is news. Why? It's news to me. Because <laughs> he didn't know about <laughs> I it. Didn't know about it. It's a great point. It's yep. a great point. Okay. Are we ready for the next headline? I think we are. Brooklyn Nets lose an overtime battle in Ben Simmons' return to Philly. The Philly se- Philadelphia 76ers were without Ben Simmons. Er, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they are without Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, they don't have playing. Ben Simmons. Truth. Philadelphia 76ers were without Maxi, without Embiid, and without Harden, and they come up with the overtime win. Simmons got booed relentlessly and was called a very, very bad word that started with F by a very young kid, and it was on the TNT broadcast. I just want to put that out there. A young kid called him the F word? The F-A word. Oh, He yeah. called him fat? Oh, my God. <laughs> not that one, the other one. I don't like when they get called fat. It's not good. The other one that starts with an F-A and ends the T. Fart. A fart. <laughs> That's the one. Um, Can't be calling people that. Yeah. So, Ben Simmons, by the way. Do you call him fast? <laughs> that was it. 
Yep. That's not it. He's no. like, yo, you're fast. <laughs> Funny thing is he really isn't even that fast. Hey, you don't say that. <laughs> I'm a normal speed. <laughs> um, Cole, that so, was not an overtime win. I don't know why you said that. That wasn't an overtime win. Literally was in overtime. Bro, what are you? No, it wasn't. The game was in overtime. No, it wasn't. Am I tripping? You yeah. You're tripping. You're tripping, you're stumbling, you're falling, you're, yeah. <laughs> you None fell. Of, nonetheless. Are you high? <laughs> nonetheless. Close. I, I, I don't know why, but I saw. OT on the screen. I saw the end of the game. I thought it was overtime. I don't know. You know what I think it is? Dyslexia. That's got to be it. You know, dyslexia is no joke. Um, now, Ben Simmons is coming off his best offensive stretch so far this year, averaging 16 points, 8.7 rebounds, and 5 assists over his last three games. Tonight we saw he had a double-double. Um, I, for one, I'm pretty happy for Ben Simmons here. Yeah. Um, I think this is news as far as the 76ers just getting out – or the Nets just getting out-toughed by a ragtag bunch led by Tobias Harris. Yeah. I mean, you know, when superstars go out like this, people don't realize how big of an opportunity is for the rest of – the 12 guys that are on the roster and how much more responsibility they take on. And it's kind of like these guys are seeing this as an opportunity to prove themselves even more. Yeah. Because, you know, every year, every game, guys are playing for their contracts. Guys are playing for their credibility in the league. Oh, yeah. So if you go out there, put on a big performance, um, and prove your worth, it's only going to be beneficial down the line. 100%. But this is – not just that. This was an extra motivation game. Yeah. Um, we knew – I mean, let's be honest. Philadelphia fans probably bought tickets for this game like months in advance. The oh, second the schedule came Especially out. Especially Philly. Yeah. I'm sure they were pretty – a little disappointed, you know, Harden or Embiid and them didn't play. They probably didn't even care that much. Yeah. Probably right. But still, this was uh, – dude, uh, D. Anthony Melton had – 25. Yeah. George Niang was just talking mad shit the whole game, getting in KD's head. We saw he only had 20 points on a very poor shooting night. Um, overall, dude, I don't know what – I mean, this was this was a game that the Nets needed to win, in my opinion. They had just had that one big win. Um, dude, you got to stack wins. Yeah. They're not in a place where they can lose games to this team. And – like, you might say, oh, well, I mean, they, they saw everyone wasn't playing tonight and they didn't get up. No, this is not a game when your guy, who should be your third best player, is coming into a hostile environment. You got you to gotta, you gotta have his back and you got to play as hard as you possibly can. That's the thing, though. I don't even think this Nets team cares about that storyline. You go down the line, who cares about that storyline of this team? Ben Simmons doesn't for sure. KD just wants to go out there and play basketball. He doesn't care about that stuff. Kyrie is like – Worry about a chakra. Kyrie is in another world in, in regards to mindset. Like, what important guy on that team is in the locker room saying, hey, this is an important win for us. We need to get this for Ben, number one. We need to get this for us to keep this uh, momentum rolling. I don't Utah. think anybody in that locker room is saying that. Utah, Watanabe. Yeah, but nobody's listening to Utah in there. Probably right. Probably right. You know. Probably Utah, right. but Utah wants that win every night. That's a good point. You know? That's a good point. Um, Garvin, is this news? This is news. I agree. I agree. I good agree. input. Thank you. I agree as well. That's good input. Chase, anything else to say on the topic before we get to the next headline? 
No. How's it going? How's it going? Next headline. Milwaukee Bucks assign Chris Middleton to Wisconsin Herd in next step to return from injury. Chris Middleton has not played all year, and yet still, the Bucks are 12-4 and four and the two seed in the East. They have the tiebreaker against uh, Boston. Boston just played one more game in them and won one more game. But this is going to be a reinforcement for an already very well-tooled, well-equipped, and well-oiled machine in the Milwaukee Bucks. Is this news? No, I don't think it's news, but I think it's good that Chris Middleton is able to have this time to recover like this. And, you know, just the Bucks are playing great. Chris Middleton isn't necessarily desperately needed right now. They're not rushing him back like, oh, we need your scoring. We need your production right now. It's kind of just like, hey, take your time. Whenever you're back, you're back. And he's going to be – I think he's going to be better for it and the Bucks are going to be better for it. Doc, this is news. Why is this news? Middleton's nearing return, and he is an all-star player, a 20-point-per-game-at-least player. He's not going to play in a G League game. He's just going to practice. I'm not saying that. It's not about him getting assigned to Wisconsin Herd. It's about this means this is the next step. This means he's a lot closer to coming back. This means the rest of the East is, should be afraid. This means that the rest of the NBA... I never said it wasn't news. I just said it was good You just for, said it wasn't news. You literally said, no, I don't think it's news. In regards to him playing for the herd. it's you got to look at the bigger picture here. With my guys B-Left and Eric, Eric Atkins down there with the herd. Oh, nice. You should give him a call. Shout out. Dude, you're... you got to read into stuff as much as you can in this, in this game. Read into what? What's there to read into? There's a guy coming back you, from injury you who's going said, down to play with the G League team. Why is that like you said? You, no, 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 no. You're, you got to read into it as far as what does this mean? This means that the Bucks are about to get an all star player back and add it on to their already two seed team. Yeah. Good for them. This is news. This is 1 million percent news. Okay. It's news. Okay. So we're in agreement. Yeah. Okay. Happy, happy the Bucks are playing well. I predicted that. Dude, you got you got guys like Jordan Nawara and Marjan Bochamp that are getting rotation minutes. Yeah, and that means the Bucks aren't going to have to play these guys anymore. Well, and that's a good thing for the Bucks that they're able to put them out there and they're playing well. That boosts their trade stock if they want to make a move, you know. Mm-hmm. And they could get another three and D guy to throw with Giannis. I do think we could possibly see them making a trade, to you know? be honest. Yeah. They might. I very well could see that happening. The Bucks are more of like a buyout or like a sign a random. Yeah, that's probably right. But they, I mean, you're probably right because they don't really have a lot of like assets that I'd want to trade for personally. You know what I'm saying? There's no one they could really. I mean, maybe I get, this is like a Boyan Bogdanovich type team, if we're being real though. Um, yeah. I, they, a lot of teams I'm interested which, to see what they do with. Boyan Detroit. I don't Boyan's on the Pistons right now. For those who don't know, he's been balling out, um, actually, playing really well, as he usually does. Yeah, he's still um, in the prime of his career. He's not a guy that should be on a tanking, developing team. He needs no, I don't know. Guy. That was one of the most confusing signings to me, to be That's honest. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, they're like, they really built something. They, I thought they had a good offseason, the Pistons, and then yeah. they're last in the conference. 
Yeah. Well, there's more reasons for that. Um, you know what? Why don't we just get into, get into it right now? That's that's the next headline. Oh, what a segue. Cade Cunningham out indefinitely with shin stress fracture. He's out what? Indefinitely. Indefinitely? Indefinitely. And he is sorting options for uh, ways to go as far as treatment. Um, this, this could mean he may be out for the year, actually. Say the injury again. I didn't hear what you said. He has a shin stress fracture. Oh, yeah. They're going to wobble for him, Banyama. I hate that you use that. They're they're wobbling. Don't say that, dude. It's wobbling for Wembenyama. They're on the ropes like Tyron Woodley against Jake Paul. Just wobbling. Tyron Woodley against Jake Paul. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> um, there was a Jake Paul reference. Yeah, yeah. I Jake Paul is number one. Jake Paul is number one. So is Team Ten. Yeah. Um, let me let me rephrase that. He is feared to have a shin stress fracture. It's not official yet, but I'm pretty sure that, you know how often it is that they have these fears and then it actually isn't that? Never. Yeah, but regardless, they're going to... He's probably stress fractured. He's probably totally stressed and is fractured. Well, they're going to see 10 different doctors about it, and they should. By the time that's up, it'll already be like It a might month. be, yeah, it could be close to the all-star break, and then it's like, oh, we don't want to bring him back right now. There's three games left of the break. Chill yeah. till then. Dude, this guy's a yeah. rookie. And Is he? <laughs> no, he's a second year. I had no idea he was a rookie. My bad, he's not a rookie. He's a second year player. Um yeah, he we it would be silly for them to try and rush him back. And silly is the word for that. It would be silly. It, they did they'd be absolute silly gooses. Silly geese, as yeah. a matter of fact. If geese they, were to, they were to rush Cunningham back. Yeah, no problem. Um, so just give Jalen Ivy more touches. That's exactly right. Jalen. Put Isaiah Stewart at the one. Perfect. That's right. Overall, we just saw the Pistons' playoff hopes go complete to zero. And they yeah. they will officially be in the bottom four teams, which will give them tied number one odds for the number one pick. And if they get the second pick, I will just laugh because they don't have room for Scoot Henderson. Yeah, I'm now in the camp of Milwaukee trading for Boyan. Boyan. I hope the Heat trade for him, to be honest. That would be the perfect guy for this. Noir and Beauchamp don't get it done contract-wise, though. Bro, this... Oh, and Joe Ingles is going to come back at some point. That's right. They're raving about him. Absolutely raving about him. Yeah, he's, he's the Bucks. That's the guy that they put in when Antetokounmpo and Middleton are out. The production that they didn't have last year or the past couple of years. Um, yeah. The guy out there to facilitate, have the ball in his hand, and just do things that nobody on their team has really been able to do. Yeah. If we're being real, that kind of that you can't have that many chubby white guys out there. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't think they're going to trade for Boyan if, if, you, if they're getting Ingles coming back. I kind of forgot. Both those guys can strap up, though. That's the thing. Oh, one more. Boyan, not so much. Ingles is a heavily Boyan underrated is, defender. Boyan's serviceable, though. Yeah. No, but let's just get it straight. Joe Ingles is a heavily under, underrated defender. Yeah. People look at him and be like, oh, He's the no. Paul George stopper. That's right. That's 100% right. Um, yeah. So, Pistons down, east up. Next headline. 
Bulls, Zach Levine, benched in final three minutes and 45 seconds of their game and loss to the Orlando Magic. News. Zach Levine has probably had the worst start to his the season since, I would say, his sophomore year in the NBA. Um, he outright has not looked like himself, um, missing a lot of jump shots that he should make, um, missing layups. This is a guy who was, in past years, the best dunker in the NBA, mm. the absolute best above-the-rim player. Oh, I don't know about best. No, and not best. Just probably LeBron James. But probably Zion yeah, Williamson. Um, he is, I mean, Something evidently like evidently hasn't been playable. Um, and Billy Donovan had enough. Um, Zach Levine expressed extreme uh, resentment after the game. Tempers were, tempers were high. Um, talking about he needs to be out there. And, I mean, dude, if I'm, I'm Javante Smart, I'm like, hey, man, I'm just doing my job. But he was not happy to see Javante Smart out there. Whoa, just um, take it easy. Man. Whoa, just take it easy, man. You know? um, Zach Levine, as we saw, or as we, everyone knows, he got a monster extension last year. A lot of um, money. Coming off a knee injury mid-year in which he looked like a shadow of himself when he came back from that knee injury, but he was just trying to do anything he could to help that uh, somewhat of a good year for the Bulls. But as we know, the back half was not so great. Um, yeah, five-year extension. You want that fall off to start in the fourth year, not the first year. Yeah, no, this is too early for it to be a problem with the coaching staff in the front office and, oh, I want to trade. This is too early in the storyline. This is, you know, whoever wrote this script is wrong. Yeah, no, this, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Straight up. But it, it is interesting to see, um, more so on the Billy Donovan side, I feel like Billy Donovan is a very player-centric coach. Yeah. And is kind of just somebody that um, exudes confidence and puts confidence in his players. And for him to do this to probably his best player, one of his more important players, probably just DeRozan above Zach Levine. Yeah, 100%. Um, really interesting thing to do. Maybe this is something that Donovan thinks will light a fire under Zach Levine and kind of have him turn around that way. But clearly, Levine did not take it very well. And, you know, now, maybe I will, backfiring on Billy Donovan. I will tell you one thing. The next day, he did express uh, some uh, apologeticness. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That could just be, you know, in the moment, emotions right after the game type of thing. I mean, he, may, he might still have been, he might still have felt that way. And just been like, that's a bad look. Because Zach Levine is a real team guy. And we've never seen him in this kind of situation, you know? Um, no. Yeah. In that game, he only played 25 minutes, by the way, in that he's a team low minus 19 plus minus. Um, last Bulls game, they actually uh, ended the four-game losing streak with a win against the number one seed in the East, Boston Celtics. Hey, that's great, right? But Zach Levine, 8 for 20. 14 points. I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. 8 for 10. I'm sorry, I was looking at his plus minus. Yeah, what? 8 for 20, 22 points. Um, and he played 33 minutes. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's again, it's not, not the efficiency you want out of, a, out of your guy, but still a good thing that he, uh, you know, a good sign that he played more and that the Bulls won. But still, that's not where you want him to be, as I said. Um, no. Bulls right now, not so great. 
Stand at the 11th seed, 7-10, and 10, right next to my Miami Heat, sadly. Um, yeah, do you, do you see this team as a play-in team or possibly missing the playoffs even? Missing the play-in. Well, I think, I mean, for anything to happen for them, they've got to make some sort of a move. This is one of the 100% more poorly constructed teams. They have talent, yeah, but they've got like seven point guards. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to play all of them? let alone mostly ball-dominant point guards, and then you have a very ball-dominant two-guard that has to have the ball to really play well DeRozan, yeah. on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. So for them to really make a move to to make a move upward in the standings, they're going to have to trade somebody, bring somebody else in. You know, something's going to have to happen. Yeah, I don't know why Kobe White hasn't been traded already because they just, they just don't play him. He played four minutes in their uh, game against the Celtics, played, I think, five in their game against the Magic. I mean, come on. That's So you think he's a trade asset? Who? Yeah, I think he's a trade asset. Dude, he's shown flash to being a really good player. Flat out. Dude, he can shoot the ball, and that's unquestionable. And he's an energetic defense. He's never, ever been a guy that's not going to play hard. He's always play hard. Currently, currently, his trade value is not there because he's not playing. So for him to get traded, they would have to start playing him more. He would have to produce in those minutes. But honestly, if we're being real, the question is like, if you're the Bulls, who are you trading for? Because you're not going to get rid of Patrick Williams. And he, like. That was never a question, but. Well, no, because the reason I say that is what you'd be is like, oh, well, they need, they need more three and D guys. Well, he's an A1 defender, and he's a young guy. As well as Vooch plays, and as good as he is, I don't think he's the center for this group. Dude, I don't know. He's been playing really well. He's definitely not the center for this group. So, yeah, like I just said, as well as he's been playing and as good as he is, he's not the center for this group. Okay, good point. Like, but I mean, what's with this guy? Dude, but at his age, no one's going to trade for him with that contract. No winning team needs – no team that needs him has the cap space for him. Um, you know what? I got it. I got it. Clay Thompson – for Vooch, straight up. Who says no? Wiseman. That's it. Oh, we just, we got to call. We got to get Bob Myers that on the phone. That wasn't even a joke. Like Clay Thompson and James Wiseman for Vooch. I didn't say Clay Thompson and Wiseman. I said, no, 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 that's it. Dude, you're not listening. That's the problem. That's the problem with this podcast, man. You don't listen. All right, so who else is in, who else is put in the trade with Wiseman? I don't know. I just think if there is a deal out there for Vooch, I think, to the Warriors is very interesting. It is. I think he's very Andrew Bogut asked with his play. Dude, he's a, a better player. Better back to whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. In his he passing is, and defense. He's not defense. Andrew Bogut was a defensive stopper. He was an anchor. Vooch is a bottom fifteen starting center defensively. I didn't think that was the case, but okay. What do you mean you didn't think that was the case? I just didn't know. I thought he was a better defensive player. You didn't know that he was uh, a bad next next. What are you talking about? I think about? a good offensive player in the Warrior system. He's, he's good with the throw-and-go game. You throw him in the post-up. I, I haven't heard that ever, Throw-and-go? The throw-and-go game. <laughs> you throw it to the big, and you go off and, you and get off the ball back. Yeah, I Garvin knew. I did know that, actually. Garvin knew what Chase, I was talking about. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on a Division One basketball team. I've never heard a coach in my life say throw-and-go. What do you 
You know what I meant, right? I know exactly what you meant. I know what you meant. I never Throw heard it Throw and go is a thing that people I've, say. I knew what you, you meant. you knew what I meant, so Context it works. Clues. I'm just saying I've never heard it. It's a nice phrase. I like it. I'm just saying I've never heard that before. You've never heard that. Chase, who, contract-wise, that doesn't work. Who else do you throw in there with Wiseman? Um, Maybe a Modi Moosey? That Dude. That doesn't do much. That'd be, yeah, it does. You like that deal, though. Thinking about that? Dude, hell yeah. I like really that gets deal. you going. It's provocative. That's, that's interesting both sides. How much is Vooch's contract pretty big, though, eh? Around $28 million, I'm, I think. I would put in... Can't put J. Michael in there. No, they need him. They need I want to say almost like Wiseman and DiVincenzo. Ah, uh, that's t- like I don't do. What about what about the games that Poole and Clay are off? I think this would have to be a three team because I don't think the Warriors yeah. have the Warriors don't have the pieces to maybe give. throw in Miles Turner. All right, <laughs> just, I just I, everyone exchanges bigs. Just I think if there is a deal out there for Vooch, the Warriors are an interesting option. Oh, why? Wouldn't and I think the Warriors good? are looking to shake things up. I think you know, dude, that'd be a dream scenario for being real. Yeah, I would love to see Vooch out there in the finals. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. Doing some throw and goes with Curry. Some just 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 some throw and goes. I can't know? believe you never heard that. I swear I haven't. All right. Ready for the next headline? Yeah. All right. See, literally I Google it, throw and go, and then the next result on the suggested is basketball. Whatever. All right. My favorite headline of the podcast. Simply put a throw and go. Handoff is when a player... No, that's not it. What? That's not my favorite headline. All right. I was just proving my point. Okay. I'm just saying I hadn't heard it. All right. Next headline. Next headline. Cole, read the next headline. Lakers win three in a row without LeBron. Bench Westbrook looking like Russ of old. Russ, since making the move to the six-man role, is averaging 17.5 points a game and eight rebounds and five assists on 39% shooting from three. How about that? I would say news. That, I now. And his hamstring didn't flare up? No hamstring. No hamstring. He's, okay. he, he figured out the bench hamstring. So maybe it wasn't the bench. M- maybe it wasn't the bench. The maybe it was like how he warmed up. Yeah. Um, now At first, he didn't know how to warm up. Now, we do got to take this with a grain of salt. Two of those wins were against the Pistons and the Spurs. Spurs, no Jakob Pertl. Pistons, no Keith Cuttingham, obviously. But those were both really, like, they won by a lot. Spurs, Spurs, they were up by, like, 35 at one point. The yeah. Spurs, every man on the roster played. That's how good that, that win was. And right now, we got a two-point lead on the Suns at halftime. The we, Lakers do. The Lakers. The Lakers. As I said, I said this on one of the first podcasts ever. When I'm talking about a team, I get in a we yeah, mindset. Yeah, yeah. It's we, not me. Yeah, exactly. We, not me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what does this mean as far as LeBron being out? Now, I'm, LeBron's my fifth favorite player in the NBA. Okay? I, I, I love LeBron. Who's seventh? Seventh? Um, Michael Porter probably, Jr.? Probably Kuzma. Kuzma who's, who's eighth? Michael Porter Jr. I thought so. <laughs> I knew he was up there. Oh, yeah. He's, he's of course, my MPD was in the top 10. Do you um, have your 17th favorite player off the top of your head? 
Off the top of my head, it would probably... I feel like you're a Patrick Baldwin guy, number 17. Fuck no. What? He's like bottom 30. <laughs> bottom 30? Yeah, of course he's bottom 30. 17 probably... So much potential. Probably Bull Bull. Yeah, Potential from Patrick Baldwin. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay, over under on Patrick Baldwin career points per game averages, under seven. Over, over seven. For sure, over. You're tripping right for now. For sure, over. By the way, I'm crazy man. Seventeenth for Bobo for you is crazy. I feel like he's top ten. I'd really have to make the list out. Bobo's not top ten though. I do love the guy, but I love a lot of NBA players. Okay, I would put him at twelfth on your list. That's probably more accurate. Probably not. I, if if we wanted, I could give a really detailed list because I got a lot of guys. Um, but yeah, back we to Lakers. Do that for an episode. That yeah. would be that'd, that'd be, be fun. That'd be a fun time. Back Top to Lakers. Thirty-eight players for both. Thirty-eight of us. players. Yeah. Thirty-eight baby. Stop it at that. Okay. I'm like I said. I love LeBron. Sixth favorite player in the NBA. He <laughs> so random. Go ahead though. He you, you said fifth last time. Now he's sixth. Who moved? Who passed him? No, I think he said sixth last he time. Said I, said, I think he I said fifth, sixth. Fifth. Favorite player in the NBA. I think I said sixth. You said fifth. Well, then it was a mistake. You said fifth because then Chase said. Do you want me to tell you seven. my top? Do you want me to tell you my top five? Who's ahead of him? Seven. Mistake. Do you want me to tell you who's my who's ahead of him? No one cares. Go ahead. Duncan Robinson, Nikola Jokic, Did, didn't I just say Franz Wagner, John Wall. That's this is not in order, by the way. John Wall and um, Jimmy <sighs> Butler. So that's that's who's ahead of him. Franz Wagner probably get a place with Bam. Okay, so Lakers offense. It does not look as good when LeBron's playing. I just got to say that. Because there's no movement. There's too much iso ball. And everyone's just way more like ball watching. When LeBron's not in there, the Lakers are moving around. They're moving. And, you know, this could go both ways. This could mean that they don't feel that they need to play as hard offensively when LeBron's there because they think LeBron's going to do some heroics. Or... It could mean that LeBron's like, let me do me, and you guys not do that. But that's not who I take LeBron for. I take LeBron as a guy who wants his guys cutting and moving around so he can find him. Yeah, I almost think it's like how guys really don't know how to play with LeBron because there's nobody in basketball that plays like LeBron that has that skill set. So it's kind of – I. Never, that was insane that you just did that with yeah, your teeth. So what do you mean? You just took your jacket off with your teeth. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't have my mic in my hand. Lost my I whole train of thought. down on my collar. <laughs> that was I insane. You can't, you can't just unzip without having your hand on your jacket, right? So I think I, you could have done it. You I bit done down on my collar. Hand. I bit down on my collar. And I the guy's just eating his jacket. Like, eat food. <laughs> no, eat the jacket just now. Eat food. That was funny. Okay. Anyways, as I was saying. I think it's hard for guys to play with LeBron, like many people have said in the past, just because of his skill set and how unique of a player he is. This this group of guys hasn't really had time to play with LeBron as much. It's early in the year. This is a pretty newly put together team. So I think it'll just take some time for them to learn how to play with him. When they're playing with just AD or Russell Westbrook, those are guys that have skill sets similar to other guys in the league. Not completely, but pretty similar. So they kind of know how to play with him. You can get AD touches in the post. Um, you can do some throwing goes with AD, things throwing like goes. that. But, you know, with LeBron out there, guys kind of really don't know how to move or where to move. Yeah. I think that's the case. Yeah, I, I guess that's a good point. You know? Um, yeah, and one other thing that we got to remark for the Lakers, people were joking around a lot about this. 
They got Dennis Schroeder back, and they got Thomas Bryant back. Yeah, we can now fully evaluate the Lakers. Yeah, it was the whole for like beginning of the year. It was like, whoa, whoa, guys, no Troy Brown Jr. Yeah. Okay, we can't, we can't, we can't decide what this Lakers team is. So we see Troy Brown Jr. Boom, Troy Brown Jr. comes back, and he's playing really well, making threes, and that's the number one thing the Lakers needed. And first and foremost, by the way, I should have mentioned this right on top of the, at the top of the podcast. Like I should have led the podcast with this. The Lakers have been shooting the ball from three so much better. I mean, it's night and day. It's bound to happen at some point. They're now having— They're an NBA team. Yeah, they're NBA players, and they're just getting wide open threes. Yeah. So— And they're not—that's the good thing. They're not even wide open anymore because they can't afford— or the other teams can't afford to leave them that open. Russell Westbrook is knocking down contested threes, and he's shooting them in rhythm rather than, like, getting a wind-up, which he used to. Um, Lonnie Walker Jr., I was confident that he was going to figure it out. Because you see his shot and how good it looks. Pretty pure. It's not pretty pure. It's like the most pure. That's a, I would, Lonnie Walker Jr.'s jumper is the most pure. It's like tied for third. Who's seventh? There's a, it's like a big third-way tie. Seventh got to be Bam. Purest jumper is Bam? <laughs> Maybe if we're talking the Miami Pro League, Bam. <laughs> Do rag Miami Pro League, Bam. Not in season. It's like top five. By the way, how's the Yurt Seven Bam front court going? Yurt Seven's hurt. Okay, he's gonna miss the year. That's why we're not he's doing up for well. the year. He's gonna he's gonna miss the year. He's, How? It's not official yet, but I the guys in in got my intel's telling me he's gonna miss the year. You don't have intel, but what's the injury? That I can't give out. I can't give out specifics. You don't know the injury? I can't give out specifics. I bet I could look it up. Just tell me what the injury. I is. can't give out specifics as to what exactly is going on. But he's going to miss the year. Probably his leg or knee. He was Probably his leg or knee. He, he was limping, so I'm going to assume leg or knee. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no inside jokes in the podcast. You don't know that. Um, yeah, but you know what? Tell me the injury right now. I can't give out specifics. The, the public hasn't heard the whole story. Um, Omer, you're Steven injury. That's not how you say it. Um, but, yeah, so Lonnie Walker Jr. has looked really good, obviously. Troy Brown Jr., in his, his since he's been back, helped the team a lot. But – Thomas Bryant uh, against the Spurs. He has an ankle injury. How's he out for the year? He's going to be out for the year. With an ankle? Yeah. Thomas Bryant, five for five. And Wizards uh, alum, shot out. Mm-hmm. 15 points for the guy. Dennis Schroeder has not looked as good, but uh, first game he was 0 for 4. In uh, his last game he was 4 for 7. So that's pretty good. Um, overall... Things are looking up for the Lakers. Now, the kind of team they'll be when LeBron's back, this is this is question mark. We don't know what it's going to look like. But in any way you shake it, this is news for sure. Yeah, it's good. I mean, they're figuring stuff out. Um, I said early on it looked like they had never practiced or played together before. It's good that <laughs> they're finally getting on the court together, you know, figuring some stuff out. That's right. Getting some cohesion. You know. And – we just got it. We got to mention Anthony Davis. Yeah, thirty-five and seventeen on the an last three. absolute tear. Chase, say that again. Thirty-five and seventeen over the last three. That wasn't like a rude thing. I was like putting emphasis on it. Well, you interrupted me. I didn't interrupt you. I was still talking. You just said a stat line, Buckaroo. That is what happened. Yeah, that's right. Thanks. Sorry, nice, guys. Sorry. Nice interjection. How's it going? How's it going? Um. I, for one, really hope the Lakers finish this game out and beat the Suns because that would be the best. Not only, I really like the Suns, to be honest, but if, we're be being, cool. if I'm being 100% real. Um, yeah. 
Uh, By the way, you're the only person reporting that your Steven's going to be up for the year. I got guys in circles. You don't. I do. He you does. don't. Hey, go up, say it again. He does. He doesn't. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> I don't think you do. Chase, I got guys in the circ- in circles telling me he could be out of the air. But Dude, on the bright side, squares. That's how I know you don't have guys. In on the bright side, <laughs> on the bright side, this guy only knows squares. On the bright side, uh, with all the injuries that he'd have had, Nikola Jovic has looked really good. So all shout right. out to Jovic. Okay. Um, shout out, I guess. If anyone has anything else, are we ready for win of the week and lose of the week? We are ready for that. Cue right. the music. Winner of the week. <laughs> that's that's about it. That's the new one. That's Loser the new of one. the week. What happened? I won. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Not how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Oh, well, I guess I'm a loser. A loser. It's a good win. I don't know how you describe a win. It's better than a loss. I'm not trying to be flip or anything. It's just I don't know what you want. I don't know how you describe wins. All right. Um, all right. Guests. Guests got to go first. Garvin, who's your winner of the week? Give me a second. Texan. Texan. I'm going to edit this out. It's a football team. <laughs> can you get the, the timestamp? No, we're fine. We're fine. Keep it going. Keep it going. Fine. Well, um, boys... I'm going to have to say my winner of the week is De'Aaron Fox. I mean, he's clearly playing. Who, Darren? Yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he's clearly playing out his mind right now. His team is 3-0 for the week. And 25 points per game, 8 assists, 3.7 rebounds this week. That's that's phenomenal stat line right there. I'll have to give it to De'Aaron Fox. All right. I love it. I love De'Aaron it. Fox. I love it. Thank you. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I'm going to guess. You know what my winner of the week is? De'Aaron Fox. It's Kings fans. The Kings fans are absolutely elated right now. As Garvin said, not only Jaron Fox been playing really well, but the Sacramento Kings were 3-0 this past week. This is that's not even the biggest thing for Kings fans. I mean, everyone in the NBA world is buzzing about the Kings, but the number one thing that has Kings fans happy, Chase, you know what I'm going to say? Like the beam? The victory beam. Everyone, if you don't know about this in the NBA world, then I feel bad for you because this is like the funniest thing a team has literally ever done ever. The Sacramento Kings in their arena, I forget what their arena is called, something like something. Uh, um, Vivid Home Arena? Probably. I think that is it. Okay. Every single night that the Kings win. should be a win, trivia thing one time. Every single night that the Kings win, the Sacramento Kings from their arena light a giant purple beam. It's just like a like a big golden c- one center. The golden one center. They just light a cylinder home? of light, purple bli- bright light, into the sky, and it goes as far as the eye can see, and that's every single win. And now at the end of every single home game, uh, when they're about to win, the Kings fans start chanting, "Light the beam, light the beam," and it's just hilarious. Vivint Home is the Jazz Arena. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. But just how funny is that? Like, you go outside, there's this giant purple beam coming beam. from the arena. Beam. 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 Okay. Is that how they chant it? No, they say, light the beam. <laughs> oh. Light the beam. My bad. All right. And now, in the in like all the post-game interviews, whoever's getting interviewed just says, light the beam. It's just funny. So, yeah. 
Kings fans, congratulations on uh, winning the week for me. Guess what? I think they, yeah, what? We have an earthquake winner of the week. First time ever. What do you mean earthquake? Barcelona Sports Advisors, earthquake. No. I have the Kings as my winner of the week. For real? Yeah. No way. Special shout out to Kevin Herter for getting shouted out by Kevin Durant. Um, his shooting was compared to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson level. The way he's putting the ball in the basket. Yep. According to KD. Kevin Herter on seven attempts a game is shooting 50% from That's, three. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You can't make 50% of threes on seven attempts. It's around 50%. Right around it. That's just re- that's ludicrous for being real. No, that's very very good. I mean, if I don't think I mean if he keeps this up, this will be record breaking. So I don't expect him to. To be honest, he won't keep it up, but it's still very good. Hey, you, you, hey, you don't do that. It's just num- hey, hey, you don't you don't say that. Numbers just you don't say, say he you won't keep it up. You, you don't say that. We don't know that he could Sorry. do it. Yeah, I he didn't could say do it. it. I didn't say that. Exactly. So, yeah, all around big shout out to Kings fans and. Um, Hey, let's let's keep it going. Keep lighting the beam, baby. Except if they're playing the Heat or the Wizards. Then definitely light the beam against the Heat. No, shut up. All right. Um, loser of the week. Garvin, you want to go first? I will go first. Uh, the loser of the week, I'm going to have to go with Kyrie Irving here. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, he hasn't been playing games with, uh, for the Nets. Uh, he comes back, you know, 23 points. Against Philly, Memphis, 14 points, and it's just not looking too good. They lose against Philly without its Joel Embiid, and it's just, you know, the whole Jewish talk. I, I, it's not I'm Jewish not, talk. I'm not, really, I'm not really feeling Kyrie Irving today. You the are Jewish, Jewish aren't you? <sighs> yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not. <laughs> not really feeling Kyrie Irving. I mean, he's, Trish, he's, not, he's not really looking like Kyrie Irving right now. I thought Garvin was Jewish. Chase, how are you going to accuse him of being Jewish? I, I was asking. That is crazy of you. You're going to cancel, bro. Happy Hanukkah. Who's the week? Guys, we love the Jewish community. So Yeah. Shout out to all my Jewish friends. Chase, who's your loser of the week? Who's your seventh favorite Jewish friend? <laughs> They're all number one. Oh. All right. <laughs> They're all number guys one. Guys just playing favorites. No, they're all number one. They're all my favorite. They're, I, they're, I just can't decide. They're also great. They're also great. Chase, who's your loser of the week? Uh, the Knicks front office. That's a, a why. They just can't seem to figure it out ever. <laughs> <laughs> like every year, it's like, okay, we, they always do something. Mm-hmm. They're always doing something. Always. But it's like every year they can't figure it out. You know, they miss on Donovan Mitchell. They keep quitting Grimes, which, you know, good move, I guess, sure. It would if, he, if they played him. If they played him. But, like, if you're not going to play him, why not trade him to, uh, to Utah? Utah. Why Quentin not Grimes. Huh? You to start a team? No, no, no. The ones Utah that play. Utah Jazz. The ones that oh. play at Vivid Home. The ones I that thought play Utah Watanabe was starting a team. Go no, on. Oh, yeah. And like around this time every year, it's like, hey, the Knicks really didn't do that much this offseason. You know? Mm-hmm. It's very, very cyclical with them. And I feel bad. The Knicks front office, loser of the week. I yeah. agree. But how about Brittany Griner? Where'd she go? Next topic. Right. That's. That's big that you just brought to me. Why did that come up? Because my loser of the week is Brittany <laughs> Grider. She got her lunch taken from that's, that's not going to My loser of the week, the system. You can't trust it. Um, you just can't trust the system. Uh, my loser, Garvin, my loser uh, of the week Brittany really Griner, I'm not sure if you've heard, she was arrested for um, possession of weed, yeah, marijuana, exactly. and Russia. I don't know if it was actually weed. The reason, the, the, the reason weed, I bring her up um, is because pen. 
uh, there's a recent post, and it says that she has vanished. She's literally just disappeared. She, they, nobody can contact her in Russia. This is not good. She's in jail. She, you can't just disappear. No, she's disa- telling you. Go, no, I have seen that. She disappeared, literally. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, no nobody is nobody from her camp has talked yeah, to her in where like two, three Where is Brittany Griner is the question. What do you mean? What do you mean? Mabel? Dennis Rodman, get on it. What about the Russian people? For real, though. Like, that's... That would be big if Rodman went there to like handle it. Rodman's like, um, okay, guys, it's time for me to step in. <laughs> if I, anybody would, it'd be, it'd him. be him. Oh, real shit. What is he One doing? million percent. She where'd she go? Who knows? You didn't really get probably point. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's not funny. All right, my loser of the week: the Memphis Grizzlies. Why? They lost. Four of their last five. Oh. They get some injury problems. And overall, I don't like them because they act way too hyped and all this stuff and, and their egos are too high and they act like they're all proven and they're not. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have them. they shouldn't have confidence in their abilities. No. Mm-mm. The hell's don't wrong be with happy. Them. Don't be happy. No. Be even keeled all the time and never show emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. I had them as losers of the week because they lost four of the last five and no one's talking about it. Um, including in that four of the last five, they lost to the Brooklyn Nets by like 50. Uh, they lost to the Kings, light the beam. They lost to the Pelicans, who had injury problems, and they lose to the Wizards. Zion Williamson. That's right. Good, well, they couldn't good, play good at the call. Wizards because it was quiet. That's right, yeah. You know, so that, I mean, the home court of it, this is a great tweet, by the way. I don't know who said it, but they were like, they said um, opposing teams are having problems playing against the Wizards at home because it's such a low-energy arena. It is. It's like a like every time we go to games there, it's like a freaking library. No, 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 no. That's actually not true because the last one of the bigger games that I was at last time was um, Wizards-Celtics, and there was Let's Go Celtics chance in the arena. You weren't yeah, there. I wasn't at that. I was sitting. This was – that was the – that was – that was the Juancho Hernan Gomez game. That was the Juancho Hernan Gomez game. Shout out to shout out to true par for the court podcast fans. If you know the story, then you're you're a real listener. Um, I bet no one knows it. Uh, uh, you're wrong. I know at least ten people that know the story. Okay. So yeah. Sorry. Loser of the week. Okay. Are we ready for tweet of the week? Yeah. Okay. Wait. All right. I'm ready now. Are you ready now? I'm ready now as well. Okay, I'll go first. Garvin, you're not a night mode guy on Twitter? Nope. You don't like your eyes. I'm just not a night mode guy in general. All right, my tweet of the week. This like guy hates his eyes. I like to see, that's all. All right. Collecting um, your corneas. <laughs> I've been using blue light glasses lately. Did oh. anybody ask if he was using blue light glasses? No, that's my tweet. That's my tweet of the week. No. I've been using blue light glasses. Say your tweet of the week, dude. I'm, I, right. you know. So, um, Look at my Twitter, guys. A few hours before... So, Saturday night, um, out with it, dude. Saturday, Nick Friedel, um tweets, Nets say Kyrie Irving, parentheses, team suspension. It's questionable for Sunday's game versus I Memphis. I know this tweet. Um, Lester Freeman, at Lester Freeman, quote tweets it. Like The Wire? Sure. Lester Freeman, at quote tweets it, saying, he's going to go through shoot around and see if any anti-Semitism flares up. But if not, he's good to go. <laughs> Classic tweet there from Lester Freeman. That's just NBA Twitter at its finest right there. Oh, yeah. All right, Chase. All right, my tweet tweet? of the week comes from tonight. Um, Pre-game TNT. 
Ben Simmons was shown walking through the tunnel in Philly, donning a jacket, big old jacket. Nice. As Charles Barkley called it. Um, The comment from Charles Barkley as Ben Simmons is walking into the arena is... Who tweeted this? uh, Hoop Central. (laughs) Hoop Central is always your tweet of the week. They got tweets, dude. Okay, what did Charles Barkley say? Charles Berkeley said, he wearing that big old jacket because he got a bulletproof vest under there. <laughs> you know, like, Charles just doesn't care, doesn't he care really if he gets canceled, care. or he'll he really say anything, care. and that's why he's the That's best. why Charles is the best. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's better than Shaq. Garvin, Tweet of the Week up. What's your Tweet of the Week, Garvin? How's it going? Uh, uh, how's it going? I got how's my going? Uh, Tweet of the Week from Daily Loud. An Alabama 14-year-old is wanted for double murder. He allegedly killed two 20-year-old women, according to the police. <laughs> That's your tweet of the week. Talk about a loaded tweet there. <laughs> that, was, that, Holy. Was, that was the best tweet in the NBA that world this week. <laughs> that was it right there. Oh, I told Garvin he could have a tweet about anything. Yeah, about anything. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> just like any tweet. Yeah, any tweet. That's what it was. Okay, respect. Do that, we was, have... that was the best tweet that you could possibly find yeah. from the whole week. So read that ago. back. What happened? An Alabama 14-year-old is okay. wanted for double murder. That, I mean, that's big. Double murder. <laughs> no, double murder is big. All right. He so now, two 20-year-old women. There's, two of them? He, he murdered two 20-year-old women? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Alleg- whoa, whoa, whoa. Allegedly. He hasn't, he hasn't been proven in court. Okay. He hasn't gone to court. He hasn't been convicted. Well, the picture here is of him holding three guns. Three. three That's pistols. Photoshop. That's Photoshop. Gotta be, all right. I, I was at that so, building. He wasn't holding three guns. <laughs> so my theory is this. What's the theory? Three guns, two murders. Two murders. There's one that they haven't found yet. <laughs> so one other body? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Here's the more sound. He was obviously, okay, He's he had a birth defect. He has three hands, and he was going hunting. Okay. No, but That's like, what happened with that, with that picture. Here's the thing. Where, what, where's a 14-year-old hiding after committing a double murder? What if he owns a boat? What if he made? What if he built his own boat? What if he likes boats and he built his own boat mm-hmm. and now he's uh, sailing on down? No, I don't see that as a viable you don't, what You don't know if he likes to boat. What if he's a sailor at heart? I feel like there's got to be other guys in on this. Somebody with a license, maybe? <laughs> Somebody that can drive him or... Fake ID. Carvin, what are the leads? Nachos. What are the leads? Well, there's not any, really any leads right now, but uh, another tweet from Daily Loud. <laughs> did this he go to his classes in eighth grade the next day? Did they not? Did they? No, he went to class. Look at. Wait, I, so how did they not find him? I would just, before we uh, go any further, I just want to point this out. Garvin is saying this is the best tweet on the entire world of right Twitter. Now. For the entire no, week. No, That's yeah. the best no, one. No, this is the best one. I think uh, he opened Twitter and this was the first one no, that no, came I, out. I found it. I found it here. Texas uh, Glass Station week. clerk mm, shot a man after it. he broke a jar of salsa. What? <laughs> that is my best tweet in the world. That's your best week. tweet in the world of this week. Because why are you shooting someone over a jar of salsa? Why are you, you dropping salsa, you? though? That's right. Good what question. gas station has salsa? All of them. I, I guess I, if it's like toast to toes Yeah. Tostitos? Highs. I think it's Tostitos. Nice. Isn't it? Tostitos, yeah. Tostitos could, could be. Tostitos. Daily Loud got the tweets, though. I'm not going to lie. So does Soup Central. And it's so in Texas. So does Lester Freeman. Yeah. Of course it's in Texas. Yeah. Of course. All my exes live in Texas. Exactly. Oh, like George Strait? Yeah. Or they go to Georgia State. Twitch is handled. By some random neighbor that lives in Atlanta that they only The director of Avatar 2 yeah. says the film and had to me the first time they did it, but she was an angel, and we never waited. I'm not going to say that. Sushi. There you go. All right. Um, man, Lakers down six six minutes left to go in the third quarter. By the way, 
the NBA needs to stop making jerseys. And the way they stop making jerseys is people need to stop buying all the random jerseys that get released. This Suns jersey sucks and should never have gotten released. The Lakers jersey that was worn the other day should never have gotten made and never have gotten released. These jerseys are getting worse and worse. News headline, angry man yells about change. What? This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> stop buying the jerseys, everybody, and let's stop making them. Yeah, Randall. I really like these Suns uniforms right now, though. <laughs> no! That's just my hot take. These Suns They're horrible. Are really nice. Oh Why are they blue? Where, Why not? Where did they Davis, get blue from? Anthony Davis, 16 and 15, 17 and 15 already. That's nuts. Where did they get the blue from for Phoenix? I have Probably no idea. something from a landmark or something. I don't just know. Look at that, though. Look at that uniform. What landmark? You don't like Phoenix Everything culture. in Phoenix is just mud and dirt and desert. Mud Mud requires moisture. There's not a lot of moisture right, in Arizona. Yeah, take that back. I'm no big dummy. Hey. Man, know your geology. Hey. Know your geology, man. Maybe if they had like a dirt colored jersey, I'd be good <laughs> that, with that. <laughs> now, that'd be nice. Just or like, like a, a desert like color. A dirt brown. No, like a desert sand. Eat. Desert sand? Yeah. They, you want them? To, do you know what desert sand is? Yes. What? It's like a beige. Orangey. <laughs> it's well, a bright beige. No, 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 no. I want you to look up on your laptop right now. Desert sand. <laughs> look right. it up. It's red. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Desert sand is red. Oh, I'm red. thinking a desert storm. Never mind. Yeah, desert sand is red. Dude, no. this is a great color jersey. No, I'm not saying that. Desert I storm told you is it was a red. That happened. In my right. It's like a bright beige. Yeah, desert sand is red. I, I think thinking, this is a good color jersey. I was thinking a desert storm, which is a thing that happened that was bad. Eating. Yeah, so apologize. Okay. My, I just want to give a public statement that I have apologized. Good. Right. I think they should have made a desert sand jersey. Maybe you should t- call them. Okay. Well, hey, it's the Ravens. Hey, it's the Ravens. All right. Well, um,. That's all the time we have here at the Par for the Court podcast. Um, we thank you for listening. Um, You're welcome. And uh, we appreciate Anytime. all the support um, in the last one. We actually had 900,000 listeners last episode, which was the biggest we ever had. How many? So 900,000. Oh, I thought you were being serious. No. Dude, so, like, look at this. Look at these Arizona desert sand dunes. You know, you stop looking at color. They should have made a jersey out of that. that Sample be, that. that. That's oh, a fire jersey, that right? Fire jersey, oh, my, yeah. oh, my gosh. Everybody look up Arizona Red sand dunes, Arizona. Oh. Fire. The first picture that comes up, they should have sampled this and made a jersey out of this print. <laughs> it would have been great. Everyone's looking these, that up right now. Everyone's these, looking at that up right now. Horrid blue jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, these are pretty awful. I do like the blue. Why jerseys. is it blue? Garvin likes them because they're colors. They're colors. Yeah, you just like colors. And it looks like an egg. Eaton looks like a like a tiki torch. That's well, so that, disrespectful. That, that 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 has to be racist somehow. That's <laughs> gotta be racist. <laughs> That's not true. Somehow I, there Anthony are, Davis just mixed him up and got fouled. That's an and one. Th- we we talked about this. We're not going to be play by play. <laughs> We're not play by playing the game. All right, this is all the time this we have here today. At on the par for the desert. Hey, no more. <laughs> this is all the time we have here for. Here for. I need to see it. This this. this hey. All text for Wattis. <laughs> this is all the time we have today for the Part for the Court podcast. Such a mess. Thank you for listening. As always, have an awesome day. And and how are you? How's, How's it going? It go- How's it going? How's it going? Cue that NBA young boy outro. Get and, this uh, red red sand dunes Arizona. Jersey. No more. Stop that Goodbye. NBA young Goodbye. boy you outro. Goodbye. Oh, you want me to cue it? Yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs>